Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Elizabeth Craybill, who is the CEO of CIE Tours, but she's also the chairman of the United States Tour Operators Association, their executive committee. So for more on CIE Tours and for USTOA, this is Insider Travel Report. Elizabeth, welcome. Hi, Alan. Thank you so much for having me. So first, let's remind everybody, what's USTOA? And then what part does the executive committee play in governing it? Yes, well, the USTOA is the U.S. Tour Operator Association. It's the industry association for the tour operator segment. It comprises 145 plus travel brands, some of the most famous travel brands in the United States. And it covers uh, businesses that add up to more than $16 billion in revenue annually. We also, within our membership, we uh, employ 400,000 plus individuals in the United States alone. So it's a really substantial uh, industry association, but more importantly, it's the association that really focuses on the specific opportunities and business imperatives of the tour operator segment. You and I have talked about in the past, and I think those that are familiar with tour operators the way I always remind people about what the differences in business uh, models and business uh, results for tour operator is, there are many segments of our travel industry that are fantastic. You have hotels, you have airlines, you have trains, you have restaurants, entertainment, everything out there. A tour operator buys all of it. And then we piece it back together in a really beautiful curated product usually multi-day, oftentimes a guided product, but in any case, a tour that is really created end-to-end -end for the traveler. So that is the tour operator segment. So USTOA has a really unique voice because it is a very large organization, and it's one that's been around for 50 years. So you were with us. We celebrated our 50th anniversary last year. And we are now, as of January 1st this year, going into year 51, we are flipping the card now and starting to really focus on 50 years forward. What's the next 50 years going to be like? But now, uh, as, as the chairman of the executive committee, how does the executive committee steer all that? Well, the executive committee is really a branch of the board of the U.S. Tour Operator Association, which has dozens of member companies represented on the board and the executive committee works to take issues or opportunities or investments that have been proposed for the association always in support of members. That's the purpose of USTOA is to make sure that we are enabling member companies to drive business, to grow, and to, to continue to improve their footprint of tourism whether it is domestic tourism in the United States or about 60% of our members' business is actually sending Americans overseas. So it is a very uh, two-way type of business. And the executive committee is where the issues and opportunities and requests for funding will, will surface up for marketing campaigns and for investment areas in particular in any given year. Now, your term is how long? The term is two years and I came into it in the half of the year. So it'll be, it will run through the end of 2025. So you're not going to do anything drastically different. You don't have any crazy plans. 
Well, that's it is a good question. It's interesting. I don't know what all our plans will be, but no, I can say with absolute certainty, one of the best things about USTOA is its stability. Being around for 50 years, USTOA is a fairly conservative organization in that we are here to support the members and make sure the members are successful. So there's never going to be anything crazy or anything overly, uh, you know, outre because we do have a very long-standing member base that has been successful on the merits of tour operation. And our job is really to find those issues that we can support with advocacy, that we can support with resources or marketing and uh, consumer outreach. So those are that's really the role of not only the executive committee, but of the board and the uh, USTOA uh, executive team as well. So now, how does your involvement with USTOA uh, support and help uh, CIE tours? Well, actually, it's a good question because I am just back last night. Every year, USTOA, for the last 11 years, does an annual visit down to Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., we had this year 45 different members came together, so we had a very large contingent. We meet for two days in Washington, D.C., First and foremost, we have educational sessions and meetings with partner organizations or colleague organizations throughout Washington that deal with um, tangential areas of the travel industry that also impact tour operators. For example, this year, our 45 members had a half of a day of meetings and collaboration with Department of Transportation, with the U.S. Travel Association, ASTA. We had the American Association of Airport Executives to speak to us about what the year outlook is for the recovery of airports. The National Travel and Tourism Office, which is the NTTO, is the newer growing area where there is actually going to be a position finally in the United States of an assistant secretary for travel and tourism. And that sits under the Department of Commerce, which is incredibly important. It's not been put off to the side in a little area. The Department of Commerce is where economic issues are handled. And the National Travel and Tourism Office came to meet with the USTOA contingent as well. And then for another half of a day, the contingent breaks up into teams and we canvass Capitol Hill and we have meetings with different elected officials, representatives from the House of Representatives and Congress people from the Senate as well. And we break up into teams so we can cover more ground, as much ground as possible and have as many meetings as we can. But there are core issues. And so you asked, how does the USTOA support CIE tours? And I would answer, it supports us in the same way that it supports all tour operator members of USTOA which is we go anywhere we need to throughout the year to call attention to either opportunities or issues for the industry. Of course, COVID for a good two and a half years was really a very, very active and important and urgent uh, time when we were advocating for a lot of things around COVID policy and open borders. But we've actually now been able to get back to some of our ongoing issues. I'll share a few of those. So the core issues that help CIE tours when USTOA goes to Washington are the same core issues across most partners' agendas. We overlap quite a bit with other areas of the travel industry as well. And three themes came out this year down in Washington that 
companies and elected officials are looking at for solutions. One is technologies. Doesn't matter what area you're talking about, but the solution to many, many issues in travel is the rapid and smart deployment of technologies to fee make it easier for people to travel and to come in and out of the country. Talent, staffing and getting talent into the travel industry pipeline is a huge topic of conversation. And so there's a lot of work to be done there to recover back to where we were with uh, having enough employees and enough staff to have a really robust travel season. And the last one is sustainability. There's no question that sustainability is on every tour operator's mind, but it's also on the, the mind of Congress people down in Washington. So we had one of the one of our core issues and core topics of conversation is expressing to the elected officials how USTOA represents the tour operator community as far as sustainability. So USTOA, we used our 50th anniversary as an opportunity to found a new committee. The USTOA Sustainability Committee was formed last year, and it is at the center of a community hub. All of the tour operator members can collaborate in sharing best practices where they are in committing to their sustainable commitments, and how are we deploying resources to make sure every member can pursue as much of a sustainable footprint as possible. And sustainable is not just uh, environmental. It includes economic uh, stability and sustainability where we can uh, make sure that our economic benefits are spread across as many communities as possible, and also the social. So making sure that diversity and equity is is advanced much further in the travel industry and into our operation than it is today. So the connection between the members through the sustainability committee is really going to help advance sustainability within USTOA, but also inside the member companies. And then with our wider community of those partners that I spoke about that visited with us in, in Washington, D.C. So the committee works really closely with Tourism Cares, and we utilize resources that they provide to members as well. So it's actually getting really, it's getting off the ground very quickly, and it's getting a really positive response. One specific step to support this is that USTOA also created a new position and hired a global social impact manager so that there is a person, and we have a wonderful uh, impact manager, Molly Lacob, joined us at the beginning of this year. And the goal of this newly created role is to support the development and implementation of USTOA's corporate social responsibility platform. And that does include both sustainability and diversity and equity and inclusion. So LACOB is going to be working to engage members in promoting and raising awareness of sustainability and DEI, but also serving as a liaison between USTOA and other trade associations. So as we drill down Let's talk about your company. And it's, I mean, it's without saying sustainable, but you have new itineraries and you have, uh, for, well, let's talk about 2024. I also want to talk about uh, booking trends. Uh, let's let's talk about your company. Yeah, so CIE Tours, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll come in from the angle of sustainability because just as USTOA has been committing to resources and a new position CIE Tours actually spent half of last year putting together our own thoughts and commitments around sustainability. And what does sustainability look like in action within our company and within the communities where we work and where we operate our tours? So we have recently launched our own responsible tourism policy as well. That is actually on the CIE Tours website. And it really speaks to at a high level, what are the commitments that we are making that our company's resources and the economic benefits that we create in the communities where we operate 
really can ensure that visitors are sharing the best of Ireland and our other destinations while respectfully inhabiting the places where we live, work, and visit. And as you know, you've you've uh, paid a lot of attention to it at, since we launched it about five years ago. We are operating quite a bit outside of Ireland. We have a very big business in Britain as well. And we launched Italy and Iceland back in 2018. So those destinations have been doing great. But we're looking at what our uh, sustainability footprint and our responsible tourism commitments need to be for all of those destinations. So we're really happy that we made a lot of progress last year and we've shared that policy with all of our partners and we've asked our partners to share with us what they're doing as well. And I think together we as a tour operator and many tour operators are working with our suppliers to ensure that we're helping each other become as responsible as possible. So now that you've given us a long-term view what's immediate? What are the new products that uh, you're introducing that's hot and the travel advisor should be aware of? Yeah, there is a lot happening. Um, first of all, I'm very happy to report that we and our teams have found that about a month ago, we've now crossed the line that we are back at our volume. We were at our peak before the pandemic. So I want to get that immortalized here in our conversation because that's a really big moment. But what that's done is it's given us the freedom to go back and start to really focus all of our time on our products and di offering different ways to travel with us. So as you know, CIE Tours continues to offer more ways to travel to Ireland than any other U.S. tour operator. We have more than 40 craft, 40 uh, really unique itineraries, but we also have itineraries across Britain, I Iceland, and Italy and a lot of custom options as well. We have a very large groups department that handles a lot of private driver and custom trips as well. So within that, we always have our all-inclusive advantage, which is the way that we make sure our travel agents know is that when you travel with CIE tours from arrival to departure at the end of your tour, almost everything is included and you're going to, you're going to get paid commission on all of it. So that continues to be the core tenet of our value proposition. So it's excellent value. And for 2024, we've been working really hard over the last year and a half. We've introduced some new tours. We have Ireland's Wild Atlantic Way has been adjusted to travel the West Coast of Ireland from top to bottom. Lots of natural landscapes. It's got lots of coastal scenery and, of course, the enchanting villages, villages and castles that everybody loves. We have a new trip called the Scottish Day Tripper, where you are based in a Scottish city and you take day trips out. So you can actually unpack once you stay in your hotel and you're nice. taken out to visit lots of different directions each day. And that's been really popular. We started that right before the pandemic and we were really happy to bring that I back. I wonder if you can, if that keeps being popular, if you'll do more and more of those. We will. In fact, we are looking at a London day tripper and that will be coming as well. And we already have one out of Adair in Ireland. So we're doing a really popular and that's been selling really, really well. So that's a model that uh, some people really do like to kind of move and cover a lot of ground. But sometimes you just want to fly over, go to a hotel, unpack once and then just get picked up in the morning and say, where are we going today? So that's a really great model. I really enjoy that type of travel as well. And lastly, we have in Italy where we are now two itineraries in Italy. We have our Taste of Italy and then we added our Sorrento extension. So we have Taste of Italy with Sorrento. And we are now launching for 2024 our Tuscan Treasures with Cinque Terre. So Cinque Terre and the Tuscan Treasures is going to be another hub trip where the travel agent's clients will stay in a luxurious spa town 
historic spa town and they will go out every day to explore the medieval gems around Tuscany. Anybody who's been to Tuscany knows that there are hills and neighboring villages and a lot of fishing villages as well on the coastline. So it's a beautiful trip and we're really excited to launch that in 2024. So between those trips, we've got new trips in Italy. We've got new trips in Britain. We've got new trips in Ireland. Of course, our Iceland is doing great. We have uh, we had a lot of demand this year for our Follow the Northern Lights tours where people go in the winter so that they can do their Iceland tour and get the best possible chance of having a few nights in a row to see the Northern Lights. That has been selling so well and we're planning to do more in Iceland as well as time goes by. So that's it. That's really, uh, you know, we're excited that we're back with our full slate of trips reintroduced since the pandemic caused us to pause a lot of them and new trips being launched on top of that. So it's a really, it's a pretty banner year for us. We're feeling very positive and we, we feel the positive travel energy from all of the guests that the travel agents are sending us as well. These are really good ideas, these these tours. And so I, I wish you a lot of luck with that. Let's give our travel advisors a call to action. Let's tell them how can they get more involved? How can they get more informed? Where should they go? So on our website, CIETours.com, and with each of our preferred partners, because we are preferred with the major, the most important consortia, CIE Tours is quite well uh, covered as far as being a preferred partner. There's two ways. One is on our website, we have trainings, we have trip information, we have our travel agent portal where the travel agents can manage their bookings, but they can also find information to use to help promote the trips to their clients. We also have, with each of our preferred relationships, we will have a pretty robust training set of materials on the consortia's uh, pages as well. So they can always look for us there, either place on CIETours.com or in there if they are uh Prefer, or if they are a member of a consortia, they will get those resources as well. So we can always answer questions at our contact center. And our website has a chat function where travel agents can chat with us at any time from the reservation pages. And our uh, lovely reservationists will be happy to talk to people and answer questions. Well, that is great information. Uh, it's always lovely to talk to you. Congratulations, Madam Chairman. <laughs> Do Thank good you, work. Alan. Go out there and do good. <laughs> we will continue to do good. And thank you so much for getting the word out. And we are just really happy that our travel agents are coming back and coming back so strongly. It has been really amazing to see the resilience and the bounce back of the travel agents that work with us. We are uh, planning to go into 2024 very strong. So thank you so much, Alan. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.